0: Welcome to the Daring Living Podcast, where we have honest conversations about personal growth, how to create success, and what it means to live a joyful and daring life. I'm your host, Certified Life Coach, Shirley Huang. Hello, everyone. How are you doing today in this episode? I don't know why I'm singing right now. (laughs) Okay, in this episode, we are going to talk about a second part to growth that a lot of people do not talk about which is learning how to have the first part of growth is learning how to create right so it is setting goals achieving them creating something from nothing creating a business making a specific amount of money learning a new skill creating a new relationship And this is what we focus on a lot. We think this is what growth looks like. We think this is what going to that next level look like. But actually, growth does not just look like working on your goal and achieving more and doing more. It is also about learning to have what you have created. After we achieved something, after we created something, if we don't take a moment to pause and really practice to learn to have what we created, then this is what happens. There's two things that will happen. One is that we will quickly move on to achieve the next thing. Because as we are achieving it, we develop this mindset thinking that we're not there yet. It's never enough. And now after we get it, if we don't take a time to pause and really appreciate what we have created, then our mind is still in the headspace of, this is not enough. I'm not satisfied yet. There's still more to do. Do you see what I mean? So that's the first thing that will happen is that you will move on quickly to achieve that next big thing. The second thing that can possibly happen when you don't take the time to learn to have what you created is that you will sabotage yourself. You can also relate this with imposter syndrome. So let's say you suddenly got a huge promotion in your job and you think that this is a fluke. You think that you're just lucky. You didn't create this. You don't know how you got here. Your brain is still in the place of not believing that you are actually the person who is at this higher position. Then what happens is that you will create problems thinking that there might be something wrong and that you cannot accept the reality, accept this new achievement that you have created. Does this make sense? So learning how to have is a skill, especially if you are someone who just went through a huge growth phase and you didn't take the time to slow down, appreciate and feel proud about yourself, like all of this is also part of how to learn to have. It is about letting our brain to understand, to appreciate and to sink in, settle down into the reality of what we have actually achieved. And this is the reason why you see a lot of lottery winners out there that they won like a lot of money overnight and they end up losing everything within the next year or so, right? Because their brain thinks that they're just lucky. They haven't learned how to become the person who can have that much amount of money. Do you see what I mean? And that's why they sabotage themselves. So here are two ways for you to learn to have what you have created. The first, is to evaluate your success. Whenever my client achieved a goal, for example, uh, they sign a new client in their business or they follow through with what they say they would do for the week, or they say let's say they got a good feedback from their boss. First, we celebrate. We always celebrate. And then what I always ask them is, okay, how did you create this? By asking this question, it helps you to take a hundred percent of all of your results because this is true. We always want to own a hundred percent of the results own a hundred percent of the success that we have created for ourselves. Nothing is ever a fluke. And sometimes our brain likes to tell us otherwise, right? Our brain like likes to tell us that, oh, you're just lucky. You actually didn't do that. You didn't make that happen. And by evaluating your success, you want to evaluate it so clearly. You want to look very, very specifically about the mindset. What were you thinking about? How were you feeling? What were your exact actions that created this success? So for example, let's say you, you signed a new client, right? How exactly did you create this new client? It's not the client just reached out, out of nowhere. We want to take responsibility about what we have achieved. Maybe it's because you showed up on social media constantly. Maybe it's because you created a very valuable information and this person thought, oh my gosh, I think you can help me. You created something, you did something that created the result of the client wanting to sign with you. You created the result of getting a promotion because you worked hard, you went above and beyond in your projects doing your work? Maybe you reach out to people instead of them coming to you. And also how were you resourceful in creating those results? Maybe you were struggling with time management in your work. So you asked for coaching or maybe you attended a webinar or maybe you journaled and you ask yourself questions to really find the answers of how to improve your time management. And maybe because of that, uh, you were so much more productive at work. And because of that, then your boss starts to think about you differently and decide to give you this promotion. Do you see what I mean? Um, and the other question is like, how were you feeling when you were taking these actions? Maybe you were feeling purposeful, maybe you were feeling committed you were feeling brave that you showed up and what were you thinking about that created these emotions, right? We want to go very detailed, very specific about all of your thoughts, feelings, and your actions that created this specific result that is your success. By really evaluating your success and how you got here, this will help you with two things. One is that you will see exactly how you create this result and then when you, it's like you let your brain to see it, you force your brain to see it, you cannot unsee it. You own everything as yours and that it is not just luck, right? So you take back ownership of it and you let the information sink into, into your brain so that you become the person who has achieved this goal. And the other thing is that when you know exactly how you created the success, This is the fun part. You can know how to do it again and again. This is how you replicate your success. I think in general, we just don't even evaluate anything at all. (laughs) We're so in the mentality, like as a society as a whole, we're so in the space of just doing more and we don't pause and we don't look back and evaluate. When I say evaluate, I don't mean like look back and indulge yourself in the self-pity or indulge yourself in the drama of what happened. I mean, to be the scientist, to show up as looking at things objectively, looking at oh, what worked, what didn't work, what would you do differently? Right? This is what evaluation looks like. So we don't evaluate our failure failures as much. And I think we should do that as well. But we also don't evaluate our success. Sometimes it's like, oh, we got success. And then we don't really know how we did that. We're like, oh, we feel so good. And when move on, evaluating our success is just as important as evaluating our failures. And this is what we do a lot in coaching. We don't, we don't just achieve goals, but we evaluate and we look at our own results. We improve on ourselves because the best way to learn is to learn from yourself to learn from the things that you have done the second way to learn to have is i actually mentioned this earlier before is to celebrate we celebrate all the time um, when i work with clients because first of all this is fun (laughs) it gets us to be in a good mood but this is not the only reason why we celebrate Whenever you celebrate, you are appreciating what you have created. Celebrating is an act of accepting, appreciating, and settling in to what you have created. I really think that celebration is required for you to grow. And sometimes what we tend to do is that we achieve something and we just kind of brush it off. We're like, oh, there's nothing. And then we we want to quickly just like discredit ourselves and push it away. And, you know, sometimes we think that, oh, we don't have time to celebrate. There's so many things that's going on, right? And I get it. I totally understand that. Because I used to be very hard on myself as well. I used to never celebrate anything or any milestone in my business. I just think that, oh, I need to be very serious. I need to work hard and that I need to keep on going. I'm not there yet. And I suffered a lot emotionally and just overall very, a lot more depressed and a lot more anxious, a lot more worried Because I was always just thinking that what I achieved was never enough. And that I was always just hustling. The more you celebrate, the faster you grow because the faster you are settled in into this new version of you, into your new reality, and then you can take more actions, make more decisions as the new you. But if you do not celebrate, if you do not let yourself to feel the joy and the pride, you are taking more actions as your old self, as your past self, as a person who do not want to own your success, as a person who haven't achieved the success yet. This is why no celebration is too small. And at first, if you are not used to celebrate, it will feel a little bit uncomfortable and that's normal. It will feel uncomfortable, it might feel awkward right? That's totally okay. And the only reason you feel this way is just because you're not used to it yet. And sometimes we like to think that, oh, like, I don't want to brag about myself, so I don't celebrate. Okay, well, first of all, actually, why not? Like, let yourself just brag all you want. (laughs) Um, And also, I know that as a woman, I can definitely relate with this, is that um, we, we don't want to be arrogant, and we feel like by celebrating, and that suggests that we are we are like bragging and being arrogant just because you're celebrating it doesn't mean you're being arrogant celebrating i also see celebration as the act of allowing joy and success so my friend if you're not celebrating yourself you're discrediting yourself and you're pushing away your joy and you're pushing away your success celebrating is giving yourself credit where it's due and appreciating the heck the heck out of yourself for what you have done and loving the heck out of yourself for what you have created okay now let's talk about how to celebrate because i know that you you're probably thinking about this <laughs> this is what came from my, my efforts so it's like wait what i know okay celebrate that's important but how do i do that there is no right or wrong way to celebrating celebrate however you want as long as the intentionality behind it is very clear So let's say you want to buy a cake for yourself. I want you to tell yourself and be very intentional about the exact reason why you are buying the cake. So it might be because, oh, I exercise three times a week this week and I'm going to celebrate myself. How I'm going to do it is I'm going to buy a cake for myself. Be very intentional about the reason why you're buying that cake the activity of celebration it doesn't really matter as much it's more important of the intentionality behind it however there are some activities that you can do that will help you have more intention okay so one tip I would suggest is to journal out your thoughts and journal out how proud you are about yourself. So the act of journaling, like it, it's you celebrating yourself, celebrating what you have achieved, what you have accomplished, right? And then you can also add in the success evaluation in there to really see what you have done to create this results. And also let yourself sit in the pride of having achieved it. And feeling proud about yourself, proud is an emotion that you you feel in your body. So ask yourself, how does this feel in my body? What does the emotion of pride feel like? For me, when I think about it, my chest feels expansive and my gut feels warm. So I'll give myself some time to just feel my chest expanding outwards and feel the warmth in in my gut right? This is what it's like to feel the emotion in your body. What you can also do to feel more of the pride is through motion. So it looks like moving your body. You can pick a song, start dancing to it. If you're not a dancer, that's completely okay. You can dance by yourself when no one's watching because through motion, when you are dancing, it actually lets it sink into your muscle memory. So sometimes our brain wants to resist that, oh, we actually didn't create this. You're just lucky. But when you dance and you let yourself feel the pride, It's kind of impossible. Like it's hard for your brain to not be on board because you are dancing into it. You are building the muscle memory in your body. And this is just like a much faster way for you to learn to have, for you to actually see what you have created and to realize that. I totally get it as someone who used to never dance at all. <laughs> this was very awkward. But my coach actually told me and told all my colleagues uh, we had to do it every time when we celebrate a winning in our business. So I think as I started to dance more and more, I just have no choice but to dance. And now I'm used to it. It's like sometimes I would think about, oh, like why am I celebrating today what what did i accomplish and i would pick a random song and just start dancing to it and most of the time just dancing by myself no one's watching and just enjoying myself letting myself feel the fun the pride that's in all of this trust me this will really help you okay there you go i want to leave you off with these three questions for you to think about number one what success did i create this week No success is too small. And if your brain tells you that you didn't have any success, ask this question again and continue to think about it until you find something. I'm sure there's always one thing that you can find. Number two, how did I create this success? And answer that question. Number three, how will I celebrate this success? Answering these questions, they will really help you develop a very different mindset and a different approach to success, to celebration, to learning how to have what you have created. All right. So thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Hey, if you are ready to take this work deeper, I would love to invite you to my life coaching program. This is where we work together one-on-one and take all the materials that you heard just now and apply them into your life so that you can become the person you want to be. If you want to learn more about the program, you can visit my page at daringliving.com forward slash coaching. Again, that is daringliving.com forward slash coaching. Thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.